Hey, this is Stephen, and I want to welcome you or welcome you back to the Grove Church Podcast. For more information or to find more resources like this one, be sure to visit us at grove.org. Thanks for listening, and I hope the following message is encouraging and meaningful to your life. Well, good morning and welcome to The Grove, and we are so glad that you are joining us for Church Online, wherever you find yourself this morning. It is amazing that through the power of technology, we can all be together today. Clearly, I am leveraging the power of technology to be with you. I am somewhere beautiful. I am in Vail, Colorado. Uh, I'm officiating a wedding this weekend for some dear friends, the Baileys and their daughter. And so I have the opportunity to share just a quick message, devotional with all of you this morning. Um, but from a place much more beautiful uh, than the stage at, uh, at the church. And so, so here I am on the top of a mountain here in Vail, and it is amazing to me what happens when I get to come to the mountains. I don't get to do it as much as I would like. I love coming here, whether it's summer or winter. The mountains have special, such a special place in my heart and in my life because primarily of the impact and the effect that it has upon me. I recognize that when I am able to come up to the mountains, there's this collective exhale that happens across every aspect of my body and my mind, my soul and spirit. It's just, I get to kind of press reset and to recalibrate a little bit. You know, it's when you come up here and you get to take in, you know, the grandeur of nature and you see these, you know, towering mountains and, you know, these beautiful forests and you see all of the wildflowers and you hear the birds and all of the animals. There's something that, for me, puts everything back into proper perspective. You know, it's easy when uh, I'm at home and I'm kind of pacing the house and consumed with the challenges and the difficulties and the problems of my life and of, you know, the lives of those, you know, that I'm in relationship with. Those can become all-consuming. They can become the single most important things that I'm dealing with. And because of that, All of my focus, all of my attention, all of my energy is applied to those areas. And I begin to make, you know, those things become the most important things in my life. And I end up losing perspective. And that's been an easy thing to do over these last several months. I recognize that in the midst of all of the crisis that's happened with COVID and all of the starts and stops and reschedules and unschedules and then reschedules again and all of the ways that life has been totally upended, you know, for me, it's, I've been consumed by it. You know, it is hard not to constantly check the news and to check the media and wherever you get your news from, whether it's local or national or social, whatever way that you're kind of tracking with the things that are happening, whether it's in our community or our nation or the world, it is easy to become overwhelmed and, you know, just to feel the, the magnitude, the daunting nature of all that's happening in the world. And to become consumed and obsessed with it and so focused and affixed on all of the things that are happening. And so for me, it has been a real treat uh, to get to spend just a couple of days up here uh, just walking and looking and listening, not paying attention to the news or checking my phone or checking email, but just to kind of reset and reconnect with, with nature in this much bigger world. You know, there's there's some beautiful permanence that the mountains have that it doesn't matter what's happening in my life, they still stand. It doesn't matter whether I'm having a good day or a bad, a bad day, a good week or a bad week, or the last six months have been terrible or they've been amazing. It does, the mountains don't care. They, I'm insignificant to the mountains. I'm just one little speck 
in, you know, in perspective to how great and large and you know, significant that they are. And when we're consumed with our day-to-day -day life, it's easy to lose that sense of perspective. And so for me, just getting to turn and just stare at these mountains behind me is just an amazing reset of my perspective. Recognizing that what I have made most significant and most important isn't. And I think maybe for you, that's probably perhaps your tendency as, as well to make things that uh, should have a lesser significance in your life the most significant things in your life. And, and so I think it does all of us good to find ways that we can press reset, to get out of kind of what's right in front of us and to pick our heads up and to look at the world around us and to recognize maybe the proper sense and ratio and perspective of how it all should be. You know, walking around today up here and just kind of taking in all of the sights and all of the scenery and, you know, just the panoramic views. Uh, I was reminded of just a, a little verse out of uh, the book of Isaiah. And this is a, a verse that is God speaking to the people of Israel. And this is, happens in a pretty significant moment in the life of the people of Israel. They found themselves in captivity in Babylon. Maybe you remember that story, but this is where the Babylonian Empire comes to Israel and you know, destroys everything and takes everybody prisoner and takes them into exile, into captivity and slavery in Babylon. And so you can imagine that their whole world has been turned upside down. Everything that they thought that they could depend on, everything that they thought was permanent, everything that they thought was consistent and reliable and steadfast that disappeared and changed overnight. And so, you know, for decades, this group of people's struggling to make sense of it all, to try to find maybe the proper perspective of how to view it and where God is at work in it and why did God allow this to happen and why is God allowing them to stay in this place? And it's all very troubling and disconcerting and confusing for the Israelites. And so the prophet Isaiah uh, relays a message from God to them. And this is, this is what God says to the people in this moment. This is in Isaiah chapter 54. It says, Though the mountains may depart, and though the hills may be removed, my steadfast love for you shall never depart. My covenant of peace shall never be removed, says the Lord God who has compassion for you. It's amazing to think that with as much permanence as the mountains seem to have, as significant and towering and immovable as they are to me in this moment, God's saying that the way that His love and His peace works in our lives is of even greater permanence than the mountains. That God's love is so significant, so timeless, so enduring, so lasting, that one day these mountains will be gone. These mountains may disappear, they may fall down, they may be destroyed, and yet we can trust that even when that happens, that God's love is at work in our life. God's love is present and available for us to experience and to receive. And that God's covenant of peace, this kind of promise of protection that God is with us, that God has a plan for us, that God is guiding us, that even when we can't see Him or experience Him or feel Him, that, God, that God's at work and that God's with us. And that because of that, we can take a deep breath. We can exhale. And we can recognize that even when it feels like our lives are falling apart, there is something greater. There is someone more significant who is keeping all of this together. And so I think it's with this reminder that I'm inclined 
to kind of reevaluate, reevaluate the way that I depend on God. It is easy for me to try to take matters into my own hands. It's easy for me to kind of try to wrestle control of everything and through sure force of will or personality or effort that I'm going to try to make everything happen in my life to try to control all of, their, all of the variables, to try to ensure certain outcomes that my family, that my loved ones, that the people that I care about, that they're going to be happy and healthy and successful. And I know that for you it's no different. This is what you care about, your people being well and things going well in your life. And we all have hopes and dreams and goals that we want to see uh, realized and actualized. And so we work towards those, th those things. And when things come that outside of our control that we can't anticipate or that we can't predict or expect, you know, when there's you know, a global pandemic and the whole world shuts down for periods of time, or the wind starts to blow and shake everything around us like what's happening now as I'm recording this, we recognize there's only so much that we can control, but it gets frustrating. And so we have to be reminded that in these moments, when we feel out of control, when we feel like we've lost control, when we don't know where to go to regain control, that we have to turn to the one that is going to be here, even when the mountains are gone, even when the hills are removed, and that God's love for us is, is present, it's available, it's something that we can access. And so I would encourage you today, no matter where you find yourself, Whatever's going on in your life, whether life has kind of been really positive, positive as, as of late, or you've really been challenged, you've been struggling, life feels hard, maybe the hardest that it's ever felt, relationships are difficult, your job situation isn't what you want it to be, your financial status is you know, looking dim and dreary, and, and you don't really have the answers, I would encourage you to begin to pray to God, to say, God, I know that you are more permanent than anything in this world. You are more permanent than my situation, than my current reality. You are more permanent than my abilities. God, you're more, you're more permanent than the mountains. All of that could go away, God, and help me remember that I can put my faith and my trust in you. God, that I can depend on you, that I can lean on you and trust on you so that when I don't have the strength, that when my abilities fall short, that when I don't have the power to make it happen myself. The God that I recognize that you're at work, that you're someone that I can rely on, that it can be your strength within me that's at work. It doesn't have to be my own abilities. And so maybe you would begin to pray that prayer, say, God, let me experience your love in greater measure. God, let me experience your covenant of peace. God, life is really challenging right now and I feel attacked from every side. I need your security, I need your protection. God, I need your healing. God, I'm letting go of control and starting to place my trust and my faith and my dependence in my day-to-day -day life and my day-to-day -day choices on the one who is far more permanent than the mountains, the one who will always endure, who will always be here, the one who created these mountains and spoke them into existence. And so, God, I yield control. God, help me to let go of my need to ensure that everything happens according to my own will and let your will be done. That's a hard prayer to pray. It's a difficult prayer to pray because it admits and it acknowledges our powerlessness. I think that's been one of the kind of the starkest realities and realizations for me during this, these last five or six months is just how little control and how little power I actually have over so many things. There's often this illusion of control that, oh yes, yes, all of this is happening because of what I'm doing. And then in a moment, it all changes. 
and we realize that we are powerless. We are insignificant in the grand scheme of things. And at times that can cause us to fret, to worry, to be fearful, but I actually think that's the proper perspective for us to have. It's like taking a walk in the mountains. You, you recognize and realize your proper place in all these things. Recognize that you were just one tiny speck in the greater scheme of all of this. And in that way, maybe it alleviates some of the pressure, some of the frustration, some of the difficulty and anxiety that we have about trying to guarantee outcomes. Maybe we could learn to just experience and enjoy God's goodness in the same way that walking through nature you are just allowed to absorb, to take on, to experience all of the wonderful things that God has created. Perhaps that's what God wants for us in our lives is to just rely on His love and His peace. Not to have to try to work for it or to earn it or to try to guarantee something happens, but to just step back and to relinquish control and take a deep breath. To recognize that God is God and that we are not. And that we just get to receive His love. We just get to receive His, His peace, His comfort, His strength, His presence in our lives. There's nothing that we have to do to gain it. And there's nothing that we can do to lose it. God is always with us. And so my friends, wherever you find yourself, whatever's going on in your life, whether you are in the midst of the lowest valley or you find yourself on the highest peak, may you remember that God is the one who is with you in all of it, through the lowest of lows and the highest of highs. No matter what happens, whether the mountains depart or the hills are removed, God's steadfast love, His enduring, timeless, never-ending love for us will never be removed. And His covenant of peace shall always be with us. Friends, that's my prayer that you can experience God's love and peace in your life this week. Let me pray for our time together. Gracious and loving God, we come to you in this moment and we recognize your love for us, how timeless and eternal it is, how significant and magnificent it is that God, even insignificant us, we get to receive your love and we get to receive your peace. God, help us to trust in it. Not in our own, our own abilities, not in our own efforts, but in the way that you are at work in our lives. God, let us feel your peace this week. Let us experience your love this week and let us take it and share it with others. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks again for listening. If you live in the Dallas area, we would love for you to visit us. For directions, service times, and more info, visit us at grove.org.